Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. Okay, so let's get started. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, so, first thing first, you guys know we like to start with our topics. What's first on the list today? All right, so um, this has been another crazy week of 2020. So, this week in 2020, there was an earthquake in Ghana. Yes, this earthquake happened June 24. And you know, many people think that earthquakes can't happen in Africa, you know, and that's basically how the tectorial plates are set up. Do people think that? That earthquakes yeah. don't happen in and Africa? Because typically, really? you don't really hear about oh, earthquakes I mean, happening. Like, okay. Yeah, but okay. because uh, the plates of Africa, the continent, the plates is more in the ocean, so it's, you know, it reduces it from happening. Oh, okay. Yep, but that's sad. It did affect many people, you know. Yes, a lot of Houses, people. Houses, everything. So um, it's in shambles. So prayers up to Ghana, of course. We just always want to do some global news, let people know what's happening outside of ourselves. Right. Um, speaking of other things that are happening, all right, so Bill Cosby is actually trying to get the Supreme Court of Philadelphia to review his case. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I have mixed views about the Cosby thing in general. So, you know, he's currently serving um, three to ten years mm-hmm. for that whole case that happened two years ago. Mm-hmm. So the Supreme Court, you know, however, they're limiting their review of the Cosby case to two key aspects. OK, the first involves the judge's decision to let prosecutors call five other accusers and introduce evidence that Cosby had given colludes to women in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what the second one is. But anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, he's old, so maybe it should happen. I don't know. I just, I think that um, in this case, especially, sexual assault is never okay, right? Yeah. Um, But I think that there's a lot to be said about the time period of when it happened in comparison to, like, how other people's cases are being handled, too. I think that Bill Cosby was, like, the first um, really big name to get um, convicted during the, this movement that we're in. So I don't know if, um, you know, I don't, I wonder why it's being brought back up. I thought the decision was made. Like, I mean, because, you know, he appealed his case. You know what I mean? People yeah. can appeal their case. So if they're approved to reveal their appeal, then yeah, you know, I think it's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it too because I am for the fact that this is what you did. You should serve the time. However, he's older. And then as you say, mm-hmm. you see how all these other people, all these whites, Mm-hmm. rapists and you know the things that they've done and there's a lot of evidence and they just they go scot-free like literally go scot-free i'm like super distracted by your beautiful eyelashes but yeah no and then like i think he was saying he wanted it thrown out because he thinks that some of the women's testaments uh uh were invalid and they were old and so on and so forth yeah. but i don't know my only thing is that i feel like when we cancel artists sometimes like Canceling the Cosby show and stuff like that. It's not just his legacy. Like, I get it. But it's back on. But it's like Felicia Rashad's legacy and all yeah. that stuff like that. So, yeah. I, I think he's gotten his punishment. I think we could say yeah. that he has definitely gotten his punishment for it. Because people, you, you don't, when you say Bill Cosby, 
you don't think about the same thing anymore. You know what I mean? Why are you looking at me like this? No, I'm just saying, like, in a way, I get, I get what you're saying. But let's, um, let's go on. So right now, um, as you guys know, COVID-19 still exists. Mm, everybody's traveling, though. I'm seeing you guys. All of you on Instagram, on Twitter. Oh, vacation no. mode. It's cute, though. Okay. I'm slightly jealous. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm quiet because I know I have a trip coming <laughs> She sure does. And what, in a few weeks? Like two weeks. Y'all uh, probably have to take a break from the um, podcast again because I'm we're going to quarantine. two weeks notice of the break this time. It won't be as sudden as it usually is. Um, but, but you yeah. know, luckily for me, I am not flying Delta. Well, so Delta Airlines confirmed about 500 employees test positive for coronavirus and 10 have passed away from it. And this includes workers in their airline headquarters in the city of Atlanta. So y'all going to Atlanta? Be careful. Um, so two of the deaths were also from Detroit. So now they said that they're going to test all 86,000 of their employees, you know, to help the situation out. I definitely think that at this point um, in, in the pandemic, everyone should have tried to get tested by now. Like yeah, there's true, testing true, true. centers everywhere. Um, true. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I tested negative, you guys. I got my results. I just gonna um, do my test. I'm so yeah, gonna... so it's just kind of like, you know, it, it's like an STD test or whatever. Like, you rather know oh. so you know what you're true, passing true, on true, to true. people. Simple as that. Like, just to like normalize uh-huh. testing or whatever. Don't look at me like that. Because you like... <laughs> okay, so how, with you traveling, do you have any fears? What is it that you're going to do different compared to when you used to travel and there was no, um, you know, prior to cor- Yeah, I think obviously the mask thing, because I, you know, I've, I've always thought about it because um, Naomi Campbell's like really big on yeah. how many germs are on airplanes. Mm-hmm. So she always kind of got me thinking like, okay, I need to bring like wipes and stuff. Yeah. Like on those longer trips, I'm really adamant about it. And usually in, uh, locally, I don't do that. Okay. But I will this time, like I'll definitely wipe down my seats the Please. way I do. I um, see people wear with like the little like lab body body suits and stuff Mm -hmm. you're not gonna do that no that's too much for me because i just i don't have the time for the investment right now like if i had one available i would go to my your trip is like in two weeks order from amazon look at her don't put put my life on please joe please please, mind you i'm the one that's been tested so it's really my life because i don't know what you're okay but i've been quarantined so but anyway Y'all be careful, please. Nonetheless, you be careful. Cases, you know, even in Texas, there are rising. Cases in Atlanta, everywhere, it's Chicago. Everywhere, it's too yes, rising. Yes, they you know? are actually um, reducing some of those phase reopenings. So in Texas, in Florida, some of the, a lot the of those bars are being closed that were early on with the opening are now like, uh, hold on, we did a little too much too quickly. So. Sure did. People are thirsty, which I understand, but yeah. y'all be careful. Be careful. Keep your masks on, as always. Um, okay, some sad news. It just seems like the... Every week we come to you guys with corona updates, um, sexual allegation updates, and Black Lives Matters updates. Um, so we've done the corona, we've done the sexual, and unfortunately here we are again with another story that's come to us about um, police brutality. So what is it with that Elijah McCain, McCain situation? Young uh, boy. Yeah, so Elijah McCain was um, a young man. I don't think he was a teenager. I think he was like um, in his early 20s. 20s yes yeah and he basically um sweet kid seems to be kind of like on the spectrum in some way um played violin for homeless kittens and things like I know, that right um was stopped one day in colorado 
by some police officers under the guise of suspicion is what they said um and it was really unfortunate because throughout the recording you hear him saying things like i'm just a i'm just weird i'm just an introvert like he's trying to explain his mannerisms so that they can't be like confused with anything um and they still use the chokehold on him um and he ended up going brain dead and dying from cardiac arrest six days later can you imagine and this happened in 2019 so this is something else that we're hearing about a year later um so now because of petitions they have agreed to reopen this case um but again it's just another another unfortunate tale of no matter what you do in this country as long as you are black you are at risk you are at risk you are seen as a weapon you are seen as an animal and you know quite frankly you know it was in the news the other day how um, they try to capture a mountain lion. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw that. And then in the news, they were saying how, you know, the police officers and animal control, they were trying to be patient and be careful because they did not want to harm the animal. And you could literally see how they were being careful yeah, with the animal. A lion, mountain lion that can tear your throat immediately. Yeah, okay? But a black person walking down the street. Oh, let's kill him. It's, it's super unfortunate. And then you have cases like in North Carolina where the cops um, were fired after a leaked conversation um, from their body cams where they are talking about stuff like it's about to be a, a, another race war, you know. Yep. So um, second civil war is needed to wipe all them niggas out. Let's go slaughter those fucking niggas. Like, literally. So, and they said this was like about a 50 minutes long of conversation of them saying that. So even think about it, for them to even like have the balls to say it. I mean, don't they know that they have a calm recorder in there? They know, right? Yeah, and I think that so many things are being exposed at this at this moment. Like, I, I don't have anything more to say that I haven't already said this this whole week. I'm just gonna leave it on. Brianna Taylor's killers are still out there. We're still pushing for that every week. There's another name added to who needs justice and. Um, you know, keep keep going out there. Some people are just now getting their prelim votes because it was pushed back. Make sure y'all are going out there to vote. Make sure you're diligent about voting in November. Please. We need it. Well, next on the list, something, you know, some little juicy stuff. So Justin Bieber, he is he files $20 million lawsuit over sexual assault allegations. So June 20, two women came forward on social media accusing him mm-hmm. of sexual assault in 2014. In 2015. And he's like, this shit didn't happen, you know. So he, he released um, evidence, you know, of pictures of where he was on those specific dates mm-hmm. that, no, I was not around those girls. So now he is definitely suing them for defamation. You know, it's like, y'all not, y'all not about to include me with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly in them. <laughs> they, I, I mean, I don't know the situation. So it's going to be, so it's two girls, so $10 million each that he's suing them in damages, you know, emotional distress, you know, career. I shouldn't have laughed, but that was funny. Um, I mean, good for you, Justin. Shoot, fight your fight. If, if yeah, you really yeah, say yeah. that it wasn't true and you you stand in that truth, fight your fight, man. I mean, who knew? Maybe you had to be a white man. Who knew that you can reverse sue people for accusing you of rape? I didn't know that. You can. I mean, I knew once it got to a certain point, but I didn't know it could be in the thing where if somebody tweets about it, just generally, and it was like an anonymous page and everything. So, like, who are you suing? Because they, they have an anonymous no, the, page. No, the, the, the name of the girls I released. The, the girls oh. came out and said that. That's what I'm saying, uh-huh. but they use an anonymous name. The, the, the thing said that they use, mm-hmm. like, a burner Twitter mm-hmm. account. So, like, the, the court Girl. order says uh, Jane Doe 1 and Jane Doe F- 2. Come on, FBI. I'm sure he got the FBI to do research for him. Because the girl, the name of the girls, I listed in an article. Yep. That's, that's so, crazy. 
we'll see. You know, definitely if you didn't do it, um, I think you should, you know, definitely fight the case because let's not forget that women, some women do falsely accuse men. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, that happens, so if that's the case, yeah, I hope he's able to fight it. But lastly, with our juicy tea, okay, I don't know if you guys know about Hush Puppy. So this is some Nigerian, Nigerian tea, you know. Like Hush Puppy is this, can you imagine Hush Puppy? He's this Instagram socialite. Apparently, all he wear is like literally like Gucci. I guess hence the name Hush Puppy, like the Hush Puppy slippers. I think that's where the Gucci is. That Gucci? I don't have Gucci, so I don't know. I think they're gone. <laughs> I think there are some Hush Puppy Gucci slippers. Oh my god! Anyway, he's on social media. You see him all the time, and he says, "I'm a businessman." And of course. We know about 419 stuff. And you know what a 419 person look like. And for audience that does not know what 419 means, 419 is basically... A scammer. A, that's it. A scammer. <laughs> like, when you watch the news, you watch Law and Order, you watch whatever movie, and they say, a Nigerian scammer, whatever, whatever. That's, what, that's 419. You I, I'll be blown. That's why I'm like... It literally be a Nigerian scammer. It's, it's stupid. So anyway, he lives in Dubai, and the Dubai police, they arrested him, saying that he had defrauded 1.9 million people. That's, that's boldness. 1.9 million people. That's audacity. About 1.6 billion dirhams was stolen, okay, over, in cars, $25 million, I mean, not dollars, but dirhams, that's what their money is called. Uh-huh. Worth of cars, that's what he stole. 150 million worth of other items, and, which will become, if you, like, try to, um, Convert it to Naira, that's mm-hmm. 168 billion Naira. That's a lot. 168 billion Naira. That's a lot. That's a lot of money, any, any currency. Any currency, that's a lot of money because, I don't know. How? I, uh, it's like... I don't feel comfortable. I can and never. He, and, you know, basically, today, you know, he makes fake websites and stuff, you know, and try to definitely, basically just do people, you know, f- have a fake page to try to sell something. People send their money and then it's like, oh, he's literally... Making money in his sleep. Right. Scamming people in his sleep. <laughs> 1.9 billion people. I, I don't know how you feel that comfortable. Like, That's I don't you're know, a maybe, thief. Maybe you get to a high with it where it's like, you know, I done got away this far, so whatever. whatever. I personally, that's, cr- that's crazy. I think what blows me about it is like, okay, G, you want to scam? Cool. You trying to scam to make your money, but must you, must you be all ab- like, be boastful about it on social media? You know what I mean? Why are you extra... Um, you know, why are you extra out there? You know, why are you super flashy? You're apparently, I mean, obviously calling, you know, attention. You know, you're calling the police yeah. to you. Like, they see you. They see you're an African man. Yeah. And you went hella Gucci. You drive in Bentley, Cadillac, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You, you know how to see black people. You, yeah. know, you don't know artists, no rapper, no football player, not, no, not a well-known like, old surgeon. No legit or, nothing. You did not have a Yeah, doing business. Around. Okay, what's your business? That's crazy. So that's another thing. It's like. I don't know. Like, I, I know, like, for example, right, there's this whole scam on, like, Facebook. Well, people are saying it's a scam. But, like, there's this whole thing on where people are saying uh, if you apply for the small business loan, mm-hmm. you can get that 10K, right? And people are saying it's a scam because it's like, y'all don't have no real businesses. Like, you just going to apply. So it's like, I personally, the reason I don't scam is because I, one, do not have an immediate plan to flip that money. Because <laughs> I feel like that's, for real, that's the, to me, I feel like if you're going to scam to get money, that much money that quick, you have to have a plan to it to wash that money. But that, no, that's the thing, though. You can never scam to get that money that quick. You do it over time. It's only so much. You can't just do it billions, bam, like instantly, police finna be on you. You know what I'm saying? So this is a period of years. I've seen people one point like, nine. They like they do. A, they of do course, a, a large crazy. sum, but you know, but this one. To, think about it. He 
defrauded 1.9 billion people. Oh no, his amount of money is ridiculous. He's a fool. He did not think this. I can't believe he didn't get caught sooner. Um, I feel like all scammers should go to jail. You, you are a thief. Whether you are scamming just for hundred dollars a quick whatever, you are a thief. You are stealing from people. You, I can't imagine the little stuff that I got and I open my account and it's not there. And it's like, no, girl, no. I would like pass out. Like all that I worked out, worked for, and boom, it's not there because someone wants to wear Gucci. No. You got me messed up. No, right, like. I might even forgive you if it was like, oh, and my it's like, okay, mother is dying or something. Exactly. Like, but even if you are going to scam, okay, scam large sum real quick, make your quick 100K, 2K, whatever it is, then stop. Then go, go then start your business. I can't. I don't know how some people, I'm like. Do you want to be caught? What are y'all planning to do with this? Like, what's. Exactly. How did you, how were you going to spend this money and nobody was going to trace it? And how? Like, to me, I don't know how. How? What's the plan for not getting and caught? And then you're on social media, flaunting, oh. flamboyant. G, you be wearing the heaviest of the Gucci's I've ever seen in my life. G. It just be ridiculous <laughs> to me. Like, like I, Gucci, Gucci man don't even wear that much Gucci that he wears. So at this point, you're doing too much. Gucci, Gucci Prada. Oh, speaking about Gucci, um, he tweeted saying that um, he may get his line with Gucci. I would like that. I would really like that Gucci to get up for Gucci to get a line with Gucci. It makes sense. Like, you know, one of them should have been had a line with them as much as, you know, we support them, rappers support them and all. So I think it's good. Let's see how what it looks like. You know, Gucci, Gucci's. They have different ideas. Ooh, maybe that's their it. way of Black Lives Matter. I was gonna say because you remember Ooh. Gucci was definitely um, yeah. wasn't it this time last year they were doing mm-hmm. blackface boycotts Gucci yeah, or don't so. wear Gucci whatever. Okay, let's go to our a logo of, of the, the week. week. Okay, you guys. Um, so like we just said, everything is going on with Black Lives Matters, all this different stuff. But there's so many people in the world that just don't understand what Black Lives Matter is. They just is. don't. They just um, don't. So they keep trying to turn it into something political, and it makes no sense to me. So we're going to get into who our Lodo is right after this drive. Y'all ready? Okay. An Lodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lodo, Rabata. <laughs> All right, so our logo of the week this week is former um, New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, okay? Okay. So Ru- Rudy Giuliani got caught with the Twitter fingers this week when he was tweeting about some stuff that happened with Black Lives Matter. Okay, so with Rudy Giuliani, he was saying that, wake up, Black Lives Matter wants to destroy law enforcement and bail, empty the prisons, including drug dealers as well as users, provide themselves with reparations and a full-time government income without the necessity of work. Please, how did you get that from Black Lives Matter? How? Who said, who, who said anything about, oh, bring out drug dealers? I mean, that whole Marana situation is a different conversation, but obviously he's not referring to that. Who said, oh, let's release people from, like, who asked about, <sighs> Black Lives Matter? I don't, it, it really hits a nerve with them. It, it, they can't, I don't understand why it's so hard for them to wrap around the, the fact that we're just saying that our lives matter as well, because you guys are obviously acting like it does not matter. We're not saying your lives matter less, but the way you guys are treating us, you're treating us like ours does not matter at all. And, you know, just the way we see the videos, it's, it's so much evidence. At this point, there's too many evidence out there, you know, so it can't even be one of those things like, oh, black people, we're tweaking, we're doing too much, we're asking for stuff. So it's like, you, you, it's on the news. It's um, everywhere. I just think that, like, it's another example of how... Um, white people white people who have that thinking 
they just kind of, they want to keep us boxed in and they're trying to find any way to be able to oppress us. Um, because now to try to politicize Black Lives Matters is they have they've taken a social issue and they're trying to turn it into a political issue. And the thing it's is that nobody issue, right? turned it political but you all because you guys think that human lives are rooted in capitalism. Um, and when you start mixing socialism and capitalism, you get politics. So th- so so that's what they're trying to do. When when the companies jumped in and their call to action was doing shit like giving us discounts and changing titles and ending racist shit that they've known has been racist, they made it a capitalism thing. Because you, you're losing yeah, money. Yeah, you just said we're going to yeah. lose money over this Black Lives Matter and now they have to get political with it. So... Um, don't lose fight. Don't lose uh, vision of the fight, people. It's not. It's not political. It's not political. It's not. Where, where you can be from wherever you are, but if you are black, that's your life is it matters and it's at risk. And period. To think that that was a home mayor of a of a very popular state, of a very popular state. So let's just. I've reiterated all the time. Y'all start getting into these local elections. It's not just the president. Know who your mayors are, who your governors are. Your alderman, down to the alderman. Down, down to the alderman. Like, shit, know who the PTO president, for real. Because it's, it's, it's quite it's depressing. Lot. Honestly, it's quite depressing. It Everything is. that this climate they're in, even just to be on social media, I'd be like, oh, Lord. You know, like, even just to sometimes go to a certain part of the city, it's like, okay, let me be extra careful. Because it does create that extra fear in you as a black person. Like, this stuff is... Real. This is closer than, you know, you think. Like, it's, it's happens in our city. It happens in our neighborhoods. Like, it happens yeah. down the street. Yeah. So it's, it's not everywhere. like we're not tweaking or making stuff up. It's, 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 it's quite scary. It's everywhere. But it's yeah, everywhere. y'all, may God help us. And, uh, you know, a change is going to come. It has to. It is. There's a change is a coming, coming. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's not even a song. Oh, oh, but oh I my just bad. Wanted sorry, to sorry. It, it felt so sad. It's and sad. Just, it's sad. Um, well, yeah, guys, that is our hot topic for the week. Um, for the yes. So let's get into our main topic of the day. So today we are talking about outgrowing friendships. All right, you guys. So this um episode, I feel like, is a little bit motivated by you know, Insecure with Molly and Issa. And if anybody has been keeping up with Insecure, Mm -hmm. um, you know, without any spoilers, for those of you who are going to binge it later, basically Molly and Issa are having troubles. They're outgrowing each other. They're outgrowing each other. Um, At least that's what I'm going to, you know, synopse it to. Like, they're just in two different parts of their lives. Um, And I think that us as young ladies, um, you know, we're not new to having new friends or having, you know, friends in general. And not everything is drama. Sometimes it's like, oh. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's like, we did used to kick it, but we just don't gee, cool each other like Wow. That. You know what? That's actually facts. Like, because, we, you know, we, are, we did have a friendship um, episode. But with this one, with this episode, it's true. As you said, it's not everything is drama. You know, if you do break up with a friend, it doesn't mean, you know, you guys fought. It was a big disagreement. Yeah. It probably was just like. It ain't no smoke. You know what I'm saying? It just It's just like. You know, a lot, of, and I think we see that a lot with things like, "Oh, your best friends in high school," mm. and it's like we went to college, and it was like we don't hate each other, you know, but we, our we lives just fell changed. off. Yeah, yeah our, our lives, lives changed, changed. and because people change. Yeah, and sometimes you know the person that we change and become does not fit that person anymore. You know, maybe that person has not changed at all. So it's like I'm on a different level. Exactly. You know, I'm a different mindset, different exactly. space, and you know, maybe being friends with you is not necessarily serving me in a 
positive way. And it's just not convenient. Yes. You know, and I think that we be feeling bad sometimes to think that like friendship friendship does work on convenience in a way, right? Yeah. Like being friend, like having a work friend. Right. Like, you know, like gee, we friends at work because we see each other at work. And it's like people that that was my that was my A one at work, but mm-hmm. I don't work there no more. So we don't bang together no right, more. Right, right, right. Or you have social friends. Social friends that's like, oh all we do is like party, party, party. Exactly. But it's like after a while it's like girl, I ain't even move to party yeah, no more. So it's like what happened no to the friendship? Exactly. So like when we start to get to those moments, um how do you know the difference between you nitpicking your friend or you just kind of speaking up for the friendship? Ah, that's a good point. I feel like nitpicking is if it's constant. And also um, you, the manner where you go about it, your tone, your delivery, you know? If it's like, oh, girl, you know, you keep doing this, you pissing me off. Compared to like, hey, girl, you know, when you do this, it hurts my feelings, you know? Yeah. You know, really getting down to the root to it, you know? Making it make sense, mm-hmm. you know, not attacking or, you know, or you just really like going in or you're trying to discipline the person, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on your delivery. But um, but if it's too constant, that's when it's nitpicking because at the end of the day, no one is perfect. At the end of the day, your friends, it's certain things that you may tell them that you don't like or certain things about them that you just don't like. Some shit just they're just not gonna change. Yeah, like I think that um, as you said, it definitely depends on the frequency, and sometimes I think it's like on the gravity of the situation too, right? Like, um, I feel like there was a a moment in my life where I felt like um, I I wanted to say something, but I can't say something about this because it's like. I'm going to just be causing problems for no reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a generic So was it like it was the wrong time? Was it the timing just No, just kind of like that situation, it did bug me, but it's not like a huge situation. Okay. Um, For example, maybe like, you know, I don't like how this person um, always makes me walk first or some shit like that. Like, you know, something generic like that. Like, I've had friendships where somebody was like, how come you always let me open the door? Like, you don't open the door first. Okay. I'm like, oh, I just assumed because it was, like, your spot or whatever that you wanted it like that or this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, and it's kind of, like, depending on, on the person, that might be a nitpicky thing. Like, that's something very small where mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily change the, the dynamic of the, of the friendship. friendship. But okay. it's, like, it's something that bothered you enough, to though, to want to say something. So I'm like, where is that line where it's, like, this is very minor, Right, but it's also it's minor enough that it could become major. It's like, so if it's one, is it though, or is it just an annoyance? You know what I mean? Like, there's some things in people that's like, that's just annoying. Like, I just don't like that they do. Right, that. As I said, it's just gonna be some things that are just not going mm-hmm. to change. Even if you do like complain and tell them, it's like after a while, it's like I'm trying to think what is it that I do that I'm probably just, just probably just would not even change like that. You know, it's like girl, just accept how I am at this point. You know what I mean? And it's also something you as a friend have to do that you have to accept it. Mm-hmm. You have to accept the yeah, floor, you, you know? Exactly. You have to be like, you know what? That's how it is. Don't let it annoy you that much. If it does, look away, you know? Because Exactly, exactly. Like, it's just kind of like, ooh, okay, well, that's just you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's really just kind of having those things. Um, but then sometimes I feel like, how do you know if you're the person? Like, that has I'm, the issue? That has the issue. Like, I'm doing too much. Like, it's my attitude that's changed, or I'm in the ah. funk, or I'm doing, like, I'm in one of my moods, so everything everybody's doing is pissing me off. Like, how do you, how are you able to take yourself out of those moments sometimes? 
So in general, I, I typically do always try to think about the bigger picture because it's not always about you. You know, you're not the only one involved in the situation. You know, even if someone does offend you, you have to think about, okay, well, why did they do what they did? You know, and you, it's also with, you know, knowing yourself as an individual, you know, mm. know when you do have a nasty mood, you, you're in a funk, you know, mm. know when you are, you know, throwing a temper tantrum and you're the one who's actually causing situations. You mm. have to own up to that and listen when they do tell you about it, you know, don't instantly be super defensive, like, well, girl, so, you know, I was going through this and I'm, you know, and I'm this and that, whatever. You should understand. And it's like, yeah, I should understand, but you should understand as well, too. Yeah, I definitely am guilty of, like, sometimes not, um, I would say in my, in my, in my younger years, mm-hmm. having moments where it's like, I, you know, I didn't want to accept that it was me. Like, I'm, I'm the one that's like feeling some type of way right now. So, like, I'm seeing everything in this type of way right mm. now. Or, like, you know, like, or, like, not even knowing how I'm talking to people because of the stuff that I'm doing or whatever it is. And it just, and I think that, like, you know, sometimes when it's you and one person, it's kind of like, okay, well, bitch, we just gonna agree to disagree. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but then that's when having, like, friend groups come in handy because it's like if somebody else brings it to you or you tell somebody else, like, this is what happened and this yeah. is the situation and this is any other and then they're able to be like, yeah, you don't do that with me, but I see that you do do that with that person. Right. You know that is how you are. And it's like having that right. maturity to be like, damn, that was my fault. Uh, like, I see what you were saying now and I'm a chill. True, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's like, but how how do you have that conversation with somebody? How do you tell them, like, I feel a certain way without... That was always the struggle. Because I mean, sometimes, because, you know, as you said, you know, even if it's minor or not, sometimes you feel like, am I doing too much? You know? So how, how, how have you handled that situation? Do you end up saying something or you just be like, you know what, fuck it. It is what it is and keep it moving. For a long time, I was a don't start no shit, won't be no shit type person. Okay. Like, and it's just kind of like, if I don't say nothing, whatever. Like, there won't be no problem. It'll, it'll ah. fizzle off or, you know, like I was comfortable like internalizing things until it just died. You know, mm. like just being like. And then it becomes something major. And then it becomes like, yeah. And then it's like, okay, damn, I should have been saying something because now we have this issue. Um, but now I've learned to kind of have like a three strike system in a sense. Okay. Like, or, you know, to like, to like really look at the moments and like, like I've learned to think through stuff so that when I have the conversation, I have my points. I try to really think about it like an argument. Yeah. Like what is your argument and what are your things to support? You have this? to have your evidence. You gotta yeah, have your receipts. Like, your te- so it's not so it's not like you're just saying shit out of nowhere. Yeah. Because people be like, well, give me an example. When did I do this? And you're like, well, um, I don't remember right now, but you do do it. And it's exactly. like, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, so don't bring no stupid shit to me. Like, exactly. And, and that's always the attitude. And it's kind of like, it's really a lot of, like, um, conflict resolution, you know? And I think that, like, again, we say this often, but a lot of people do not pour into their friendships as another relationship into their, in their life. Mm. As, and it's, like, the things that exist in other relationships, like maybe your work re- relationship, of that idea of, okay, well, I'm going to say this in this manner, and you're going to say this in this manner, and we're going to talk about the issues, and yeah. I'm not going to bring, like, personal feelings yeah. right now. Yeah. Because sometimes you can't, it, it's all about delivery. Like, if you tell me something in a way, the conversation is lost. Because now yeah. I'm mad at what are you, how, yeah. why are you talking to me like this? Yeah, I agree. I think with friends, I think one other thing that kind of makes things, you know, iffy is like when uh, maybe one person has more demand of the other than the other person does. Mm-hmm. So then it makes it imbalanced. Because it's like, damn, you, you demand this much from me, but maybe the other person's like, 
like girl, I don't just demand this from you. So That's it's like, fact. why why are you doing this? You know. That's but it's like, fact. but does that mean that the friendship is on the same page? Does that mean that you guys, you know, are not the same type of like type of friends to each other that you think you are? If the expectation is higher on one end than the other. Yeah, because I think that you know. That's, that's something we don't do in friendships either, right? Like, like again, like I was just kind of saying, like, in a relationship, a romantic relationship, you would ask, what are we? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no real language for that in friendships. True. Like, that's like weird. are we best friends? Yeah, that's weird for me to just be like, what are we? Are we, like, associates? Or are we close? Are we best are we friends? Are good friends? You know, like... Or social friends. That sounds stupid. And, and I think we too, too often rely on social cues for that. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of time we don't know what that um, expectation or responsibility looks like for some people. Yeah. Like, me calling you to be like, oh, we we going out all the time, to me, it could just be like, we literally just kick it. True. You know like, that's the type of friend you are. Yeah, but some people are just like, no, that's my bitch. We hang together all the time. And then she's probably like, well, girl, I see you all the time. We party every Friday, so you should do this for me. Exactly. Like, and it's like, girl... We just be at a club. We don't have no deep conversations. Exactly. You know, we're not really there in each other's life in any substantial way. So it's like, girl, right. club and, you know, deep friendship is It's not that level. Because, like, here I am calling you on a Wednesday for a flat tire. And you like, no, I only see you on Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, girl, this ain't Friday. You better call your Wednesday friend. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that, that, you know, that's... And it's like, does that end the friendship? It like, doesn't have to end the friendship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to. It's all about communication. Um, but, you know, I could get it how, let's say, that club person, you know, it's like, damn, she ain't helping my spare tire. Fuck that bitch. You mm-hmm. know? But the other girl, it's like, oh, girl, ain't that deep. Right. Like, you know, you know I guess you want me to be close friends. Let's develop that closeness. So it depends on, you know, it shouldn't end it. But what if you don't want to? Because, okay, let's, ah! let's, let's, let's sip some tea for a little bit right now. I do have people in my life where it's like, I know that this is where we gonna stop on this friendship train. What you mean? Like, like, what you mean? like there are some people that I that I have in my life that I'm like, there's no growth in it. We or? just, you know, you cool, but you cool enough for like, you know, when I see you, we kick it or this that, and the other. But then they seek more from you. Mm. They like, they really try because you know, maybe you're the more responsible person. Right, uh, between right, all their right, friends, right. And They like, I need a friend like you in my life. Where uh. you like, girl, uh-huh, you you don't move in a way that I I would move. Yeah. So it's like, how do you handle situations like that? Do you like curve people or Man. are you honest? Like, lay. Right. I think it depends on the... I'm trying to think how would I handle it. I think it depends on the level of expectation, you know? I could be like, you know what? She expects this from me because she doesn't have friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So I understand she doesn't have friends. I'll be her friend, you know? Um, so I would do as much as I can, that I can within that scope of friendship, you know? But if it's becoming too much, I think maybe a conversation would, would need to be had. Or maybe I would slowly draw myself back for them to know that, okay, this is how I actually view the friendship. This distance you see is how I, feel the, I, I view the friendship emotionally and mentally. This is all super ironic because these are the things we hate when guys do to us. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. And that's what it's like. It's so funny because like, if we were having the conversation about love and relationship, what you just said is like, you bogus. So you just gonna because, leave them be, all knowing you never want to be their friend. It's, yeah, it is. I guess it all just depends. It depends though because there's some guys that I chat with so whatever and I'm just like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it ain't that deep anyway. Right. So it, but with relationship, it's like sex is involved, emotions and I love you, pillow talks involved. So it makes it more sensitive, you know? I think that that's, that's all debatable because it's like, I feel like some, some, some women 
um, especially in friendships, develop those type of attachments in a way, not like necessarily with sex, but like Friendship, I told yeah. I told you this about me, or you've been to my house, or you know, like mm-hmm. little random stuff. Um, and it's it's just funny to think about like stuff like that. So another thing that I really like about insecure, um, and kind of like comparing it to friendships and outgrowing friendships, they're like a, a group of women, right? right? Um, and you know, we've only really seen that with like living single girlfriends, especially mm-hmm. black women. And now that Molly and Issa are kind of into it, where we saw that Molly and Issa were the tight friends, and then Tiffany and um, Kelly were the tight friends. And now that Molly and Issa are kind of into it, Issa and Kelly, you see a lot more of their relationship developing. Uh. Um, So, you know, just to give that little background, how do you feel that works in in real lives or in personal lives? I'm not saying, like, did that low-key happen to me, though? Well, like friend, friends, yeah, like you think about like, our former uh, friend group, you know, with me and my former best friend. You know, we were the best friends. I mean, you and all all were friends with them. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, after the friendship, me, me and her, kind of whatever, I started to navigate closer to the other people in the friend group. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So it it does make it awkward. It, it makes it awkward for everyone actually, right. because it's like we're used to you two from you two being the best friends. So it's like now it's like okay, who do we invite to stuff? You know who comes to stuff. It's like, do we have to? Do we have to create a boundary? Is it to the level where you guys can never be in the same room at all? And it's like to me, it's like even that friend transitioning, right? Mm. Like, you know, like okay, like with with Kelly and um, Tiffany, right? They were the tighter friends. So like when Tiffany was having her baby shower and stuff, it was kind of like expected that Kelly was the one mm-hmm. to plan because they're a little bit closer. Um, but now that Issa trying to get in on Kelly, it's like, does Kelly now have to respond to Issa with the same energy that she's always responded to Tiffany? Uh, you know, when like it's always been Issa and Molly. Did anybody talk? I feel like that's a separate one that they wouldn't have to develop. And I think what people need to realize that it takes time for friendships or certain things to develop, you know? It doesn't have to be rush-rush, you know? Just because, oh, we do go to the club every Friday, it doesn't mean we're deep. So let the emotional part develop. And look, we do know when the emotional part is lacking, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just because, oh, we're so fiscal with each other or we do a lot of fiscal things together. Mm -hmm. You know, we may celebrate each other, you know, go to each other's birthday parties. So, you know, it may seem like, oh, we're that tight. But in actuality, you have to sit back and think like, are we even really that tight? Um, that that that's that's a good because I was gonna ask too, like in terms of like, um, what level? Because we're we're talking about like outgrowing stuff, right? Um, but then there's also friendships, like you know, like you and I have literally lived in different parts of the countries at different parts of mm-hmm. our lives and still maintained our relationship. You know, like we've never really had the moment of technically outgrowing each other, right? Um, at least yeah, I don't know. I'm oh, drunk. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Uh, but we got it. But like, what what are things that you would say are kind of signifiers or signs that like maybe this relationship is starting to? Oh, girl's gonna ask you like, how do you know like when something uh, a relationship is outgrowing? Because I feel like I'm in that stage with one of my friends. Because mm-hmm. like we were close, we did a lot of physical things together, and I do believe we did have like emotional like you know we, we shared each other like you know personal, personal things life. with each other. You know, but like after a distance happened, and like even within a distance, it's like, yeah, you know, there's social media, you could still keep in touch. Like, hey, you went to a whole different, you know, state, right. we still kept in touch. But it's like, it's that little inkling feeling like, mm, is it me? Mm-hmm. Like, do I feel this? Or is it me just making things up? Or is it because I don't see this person on the regular, I feel this way? And it's like, if I bring it up, I might. You know, my wife's starting something that's not there. Maybe in her head, she's like, oh, girl, we cool. Ain't no, ain't, ain't right, nothing that deep. We right. cool. We just haven't seen each other, you know? But it's like, I don't know. It just, 
how I, so in this situation, what made me know that okay, or make me feel like we may be outgrowing each other is I think a distance. And distance comes in various forms. Mm-hmm. Distance doesn't just have to mean that we don't live in the same city or, you know, we're not in the same whatever. It could also be emotionally, mentally, or the communication. Like, even right. when you guys do communicate, it's airy, you know? Right. It's not as... It's, it's, there's it's, no substance to it. It's, yeah. it's on the surface level. It's hey, like, hey, want, girl, what you doing? Just checking on you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's not more like, oh, gee, how your mama doing? You know, did that thing actually get fixed and stuff? It's yeah. not more that. Niggas ain't up to date no more. They're not up to date no yeah. more. They're up to date via social media. Yeah, like like it's little stuff like that. Yeah, I would I would say yeah, it's a lot of um. Yeah, I think it it really just it, it phases out. Like I've had um friendships with people. A lot of them, you know, mostly maybe high school. Maybe you know, I just be like on Facebook sometimes mm-hmm. and be like, damn, we was close at a point. Like we were tight as hell. Like me and this one person. Um. For example, there's this girl that I was like really best friends with in seventh grade, and there was a thing we used to call each other by our last name. Like that's oh the really? Thing. So even till today, it's super cute when we comment on each other's stuff on Facebook. We still do it. Oh. Um, and I was just thinking like, I moved. Like that was just it. Like who knows if we would have been oh. still tied? But I, it was middle school too. You go to a different school, it's just kind of like the access was different. Yeah. Um, and I think about how like it wasn't personal. It was quick. But it's no bad blood, and yeah. sometimes it's just like that. Sometimes for me, it's just like I, I'm not, I'm not searching for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I know. It's like I think outgrown sometimes has a negative connotation, but it's like it I'm, have to I'm in a new thing. phase of exactly. my life, and I couldn't bring that with and, me. And I think that it's also sweet if both people acknowledge it, because I also do have another friend that you know in college we were super tight, like you know, like super super tight. We had classes together, everything. We we're together every damn near every day, you know, and then. Okay, maybe there was a, a little altercation, and you know, gradually after college, the distance was there. Was there. You know, we right. obviously outgrew each other. We even had a conversation like, we're not as friends as we used to be, you know? Mm-hmm. However, but we, we acknowledge it. So whenever we do link, it's like, oh, hey, girl, it's like true, like love, and we reminisce and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like it actually just makes it even more comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's not that little, like, I feel, you know, that little edgy, like, like gonna talk about yeah, it? Or like, you know, like that little, like, I don't know, do I say hi? You know, how much hi do I say? You know, can I ask you personal stuff? You know, it's, it's like, right. we know what it is. You know, we know we're not tight. We're not besties. You know, we're not close friends anymore. But when we do link, we good. And it's deep at that moment. And boom, on to the next time we see each other. Whether it's the next six months. And those are the best for friendships to me. The ones where it's like... No pressure. Like, whenever we see each other, pick up where we left off. Yeah. Like, I, I hate those, you know, too needy type of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like there's a guilt that comes with outgrowing friendships sometimes. And, I, and I've learned to let that go. Yeah. I've learned to let that go. Yeah, there definitely is a guilt, you know. I think as long as you check within yourself and know that you have not done, at least not intentionally, to hurt the person, you know, to offend the person. You know, your hands are clean. And, you know, if it's not that deep for you to really bring it up, keep it moving, G, you know. All love. Ain't no hate over here. All the time. All right, y'all. So let's get into... Oh, my word of the week. Dummy's word of the week. Um, so to kind of conclude the topic, let's get into my word of the week. Um, and my word out of the week is kind of on brand is growth. Mm. Okay, it's growth. Um, you know, 
April showers bring May flowers and all of that. And even though it's towards the end of June, um, I think that especially with everything opening up and things happening, this is a time for people to really see what they have learned through this time, Mm -hmm. through being by themselves for a little bit, being away from everybody, uh, to see what you've outgrown. Like, how are you different from the beginning of quarantine to post-quarantine? Yeah. You know? To see, like, what came out of this. In every aspect of your life, yeah. Yep. So Amen to that. That Amen is the that. word growth. That means word of the week. Okay, so let's get into music made me lose control. Oh yeah, now I didn't you let's go. I was waiting for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just I, I wow. let's try it again. Dro- wow, drop it. the friendship episode in <laughs> Wow. <laughs> is it affecting you? Are you no, bring somebody right no, now? No, I was just like I was super mellow because I just did my growth. Let's come back. Come back. Music made me lose control. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, hey, I got hey. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so new music is out. I'm okay, I'm being hyped. Meg Thee Stallion, y'all know that we love Meg Thee Stallion. You know that that's our girl. We're hot babes, hot girls, all that stuff. All mm. the hot girls go So high. she dropped yeah. a song, you know, today, came out today, midnight, called Girls in the Hood, sample of Easy E's Boys in the Hood. My dear, it's disappointing. <laughs> it is. It's disappointing. Who keeps keep giving these girls samples? Who? Because, th- listen, my understanding from what I know of the music industry is that samples are not easy to come by. It's like, it's a mm-hmm. lot of work. It's a lot of work. A lot of people. Uh-huh. It's a lot of people. So who the hell said, you know you know what, what Megan and Smoke, Boys in the Hood? Who said that? Like, who? Whose idea was that? And I feel like, okay, even if you're going to sample it, she literally sampled the whole, it's the whole thing. It was samples. People like tend to, it'd be like a little, at least the chorus or something, the beats. Give me something. But yeah. where's her own flavor to Speed it? Speed it up. Slow it down. Do something. something. Like Love. add a little harmony, melody extra in there. It's the, the same beats. Then I feel like, for me, I feel like when you sample songs, it's respectful to stick to the conceit of the songs or like the theme. Like I feel like it was two different, like two, obviously, you know, Boys in the Hood and what Megan gonna speak about is not gonna be the exact same yeah. shit, but I felt like you tried to take it to a level that it was not, and this did not fit it. It didn't fit this. It just, For you to take the exact same beat, it didn't fit. It didn't, because obviously she wanted to make it an ass-shaking song. You know, even with the little promo video that she posted, she's shaking her ass, and it's like, even when you hear that sample, people be in the car, like, bouncing their head to it. It was that classic. Because in that riding in the car with my six foot. Okay. Yeah, that's the... It's not uh, no, like, mm-mm. shake the booty. I'm like, you can't do no left cheek, right cheek of this. This could have been a great woman empowerment. Like, riding through the hood, just me and my girl. Something! Oh, it shit. Okay. Domino oh, coming oh, back. Oh, oh, yeah, drop it. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wish we need to release that clip of that energy? I know. Ooh, I thought, I oh, yeah, it. when I was rapping over uh, Big Old Free. But it's like, no, it's not. Now, nah, this point, then she was saying, hot girl, hot girl, hot girl. The hot girl now is not even sweet anymore. I don't like the hot girl term. Now it's she's a little shaky, mild down here. It's a little mild down girl. here, man. Mm-mm. I don't know. I thought, I'm excited. I think she's, oh, this, the, this is the album. My ass got excited. Deep. It's a single. It's a single. And it's, it's not even this. It's like, girl, you're tweaking. And it's a throwaway. And I'm like, TikTok cannot help her with this one. Because TikTok saved you with Savage. You can't, uh-uh. You can't do nothing to it. And I don't want to see a video made. But that's that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm disappointed. We scolded, Meg. No, come on now. Let's be real. I like that we keep it real. You know, we, we like this, girls. We all for it. But it's like, when y'all acting up, we're going to have to let you know. I ain't been on my bar bullshit in a while. 
Mm-hmm. I ain't been on my bar bullshit you, in a while. You know, I've, I've had to take a break because, you know, I'm at odds with Nikki right now. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I'm not going to celebrate when, true, she, true, true. when she when she breaking records out here to Nikki. And I'm going to troll that little song with that troll looking boy. Have you listened to it? I have still not listened to it because... Um, it's catchy. Because of my, you know, I'm, I'm on trying to give Takashi no clout. But clearly, he's number yeah. one. He don't need me. And so, you know, it's crazy that, you know, we, we talked about this when he went to jail and we were like, oh, watch. Watch him coming out with a number one. Watch him, you know, making it again. And it's like, it, it happened. Oh, yeah. And, like, he has his audience. He just know that he don't, you know, he's not going to cater to a certain audience. And that's just that. Um, But, you know, not to overshadow the queen, Nikki is now the first um, female rapper of this decade, I believe, to go number one. She is now in the books uh, again, you know, with the likes of Lauren Hill, um, and I believe Lil' Kim is the other one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, and it, uh, it only makes sense, right? When I when I hear those three names, I see icons of generations. Facts. So, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that just makes sense. So, you go, queen. Yep. Well, speak, you know, we're still talking about female rappers. Cupcake, she's a Chicago female rapper. She just dropped uh, a song, a single out called Discount, and it's actually number one on iTunes. Is it good? And she said this is her first number one on iTunes after eight years of rapping. Like, she's one of those artists that you don't even hear that much about. Yeah, because Cupcake, first of all, I did not know Cupcake was from Chicago. You didn't? I didn't. I didn't know where I thought she was from. I did not know she was from Chicago. I I hope I ain't tweaking that, because it would blow me if I give him wrong information. Because I just just didn't know. Like, you know, I know Cupcake and her little nasty lyrics and stuff. Uh, I think Cupcake's extremely talented. She she, she she she's Chicago. She just got to catch one. Like, when Cupcake catches one... She talented you. She she got bars. She just got to catch one. When she catches one, yeah. she'll blow up. Yeah, I feel like sure. she looks good, and I feel like her type of she's low key changed a little bit. It's a little switch, yeah, because her stuff was super vulgar, and even it was yeah, super, her videos raunchy. were just nasty. It's not as raunchy, okay. I think she sees how Doja Cat is going about it, and she's about to follow that route. Not mm. saying because you know, Doja kind of like that, like she is, she's really like sexual and raunchy, it but it's like really it's commercial though, it's, it's like commercial. a commercial way to yeah. do it, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's doing it now. She don't change her look. I think she did a bypass surgery or stuff. Is that what she did? Yeah, I, 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 thought, she, so. I thought she did like a Daniel fast or something. Oh, I, I don't know. But anyway, but she looks good. So I think, you know, she's she's about to make it. This this, this may be her year. This yes. may be her year. Yeah. We hope that for you, Cuppy. Sure deal. Cupcake. Sure deal. All right, Burna Boy teases a new song on Snapchat. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, you know, I know we was a little mad at Burna for a little bit because he, he got besides himself. You think he's going to get a fella sample again? Ah, he, yes. I want to with this song, but he always going to have a fella sample. I think with Burna Boy, I've come to the conclusion that I'll just have to separate him from the music. So I love his music because it's Burna Boy. I'll always listen. But like, I might drive feel as like, Burner Boy, as I felt before, is is a little bit maybe five percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's reducing. It's reducing slightly. I it's, yeah, it's reducing slightly. But yeah, let's get into our TV. For less, um, you know, um, black as fuck. I mean, oops, sorry, black AF. I mean, but that's now the show. Uh, it's they be saying black AF, so oh. black AF, black AF, um, black ass <laughs> is. Getting a season two on Netflix, and I know it faced a lot of criticism for season one. A lot of people said it wasn't authentically black, and woo woo. But I mean, shoot, Blackish is done, so now you can pour into this. I am sad that Blackish is done. Oh yeah, how many seasons was it? It was like a good maybe five, six. six. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. So, one. It's a good. It was a good run, but um, you know, definitely what it did for the culture for this generation was uh, to me equivalent to the Cosby Show of this yeah. generation. So is Grownish still going on? Um, I, I like Grownish. They're still going on, so we'll see. It might have one or two seasons left on that too. 
But um, yeah, shout out to Black AF for coming back. Uh, another show that we do watch is Married to Medicine LA. So that's currently out. This is season two. And if you do watch it, you know that one of the doctors, Dr. Segura, um, she just had a baby uh, maybe like six, seven months ago. And mm-hmm. she's, up, she's now working part time. And, you know, she's the heaviest that she's ever been. She's trying to lose weight. And there's another, like, housewife, Jasmine, who is this super, super fit girl. She's so fit to the extent that she checks her blood, her sugar levels by, you know, poking her finger and using the diabetic uh, monitor to check it. The she does this. She does this three times a day. That's super dangerous. To, three yeah. times a day. It's to the extent that she she literally rarely eats. Like she yeah. eats not. She does. She eats paper. Okay. Yeah. So basically, she is the one training. You know, Doctor Segura. And it was this specific scene where they're all out in public. All of them. You know, the groups. The you know, someone's group. birthday. Shanice's birthday. And then a girl. You know, she got a plate. Segura got her some cornbread and stuff. And Jasmine was like. Can you take that cornbread out of your plate, please? But she did it so public. Yeah. She literally, no, she literally grabbed the cornbread out of the girl's plate. Yeah. That's embarrassing. You don't do it like that. If in you're really a of, trainer, no. In you front of your that. peers and everybody, that's just. Why are you trying to put her down? That was just. I just feel like there's a there's a whole culture of a lot of people who think they just because they they have found fitness within themselves that they can be trainers and it's like no you know you just so happen to start working out and now your body looks great but that doesn't mean that. You, and it works like, for you, but don't, yeah, you know, you have to the, meet me halfway. It's not the recipe. No, it's you not. have to meet me halfway. But that's that. It's pretty juicy. I'm, ex- uh, I'm enjoying the show. I can't wait for uh, Real Housewives of Potomac to come. I know. I'm Comes in thirsty. August. I think August 2nd. So I'm thirsty for that. It's a good show as well. You know, who wants a regular TV? Yes, you know, I love, we love us some reality TV. What honey. other shows are you watching? Uh, right now I'm binging. Oh, I did watch the T.I. Friends and Family Hustle episode. Okay, I watch every night with, then. With the day. I'll even, yeah, sometimes. But I watched the Deja episodes when they were, you know, to revisit the him checking her hymen thing. And I now stand in the fact that T.I. is really disgusting. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, when we have cancel culture, y'all be picking one moment and be like, cancel. You got to you gotta see people. You yeah. got to see people. You got to let it evolve. Because mm-hmm. T.I. is a clear, disgusting misogynist. He Ooh. clearly don't care about women as much as he thinks he do. He is a pseudo intellectual and all of this Pseudo. has been, it's been proven time and time again so I'm done with Clifford yeah, personally same same to see how he didn't care that his daughter was that hurt and he publicly shamed her he just didn't care and then Tiny look oppressed in the corner like you know I just I let She's, tip hand with him and she it, was like you know there's a well there's a reason why he did it it's something that she did I guess maybe she she snuck out. out with a boy at the end of the day I think he doesn't understand that people not even really checking you that hard on the hymen thing. Because, again, that's that's you and your daughter. It's wrong. I don't believe in it. But, you know, if you want to be on her sexuality like that, it's like you not. She was upset that you were so public. Like, you really put her, her sex life in, exactly. in the media. And you couldn't even acknowledge that. At all. At all. Like, and you don't do that for the boys. And you could not even acknowledge it. Yeah, it's just too much. It's just... Clifford and them. Uh-uh. Let me tell you what I watched, girl. I'm obsessed with paternity courts. With That's Lauren so Lake, funny. I'm telling you, that is my show. I watch it on Facebook, on YouTube, or on TV. Let me give you one tip that I've learned from paternity courts. What you Young mean? men, our listeners, right? if by any chance you have a baby and she says, oh, she's pregnant, and you're not sure that you are the baby daddy, don't sign the birth certificate. Don't sign it. Damn. Because if you do, and you're not sure, and even if it ends up you not being the baby daddy, she could put you on, on child support automatically, yeah, like without contacting you. Your name, because legally you are the father, so yeah. you are on child. You could instantly, and pe- that's how you see, you know, many cases where like, oh, like I slept with her like 
a long time ago and I was just there for the birth. I wasn't there or whatever. And I'm paying child support for 17 years. And then boom, DNA, you're not the daddy. So that's the tip, y'all. That's, that's just one tip. So young man, be careful out there. Daddy. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Just be celibate. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I'm laughing. All right. Um... <laughs> Um, so the BT Awards, everybody knows the Black Family Reunion that we watch every single summer, um, is going to be digital this year. You know, because of Corona, they could not have the BT Awards like they usually do with mm-hmm. the red carpet and BT Weekend and all of that. As a matter of fact, Essence Fest just passed this past. I week. know, right? Um, and we did, said we were gonna go this I year. I missed. I didn't know they were gonna do it live like that. I was just like, why is Essence going live all the time? I didn't know that that was what was happening. Um, but yeah, so they are going to. You know, I guess via Zoom, people are going to do performances via Zoom. It's going to be like that. It is this Sunday, regular time at 7. Okay. And it is actually going to be on CBS for the first time ever. It I is know. nationally um, broadcasted. It's not just Amen a cable thing. Amen to that. So, yeah, y'all going to watch all this blackness. Yes, okay. and we all going to meet on Twitter like we do every single year. So stop it. Come to the reunion. They're going to be mad. Mm. But yeah, I think that's it for our episode today, huh? Short and sweet sometimes. Okay, let me go to our uh, quote. It says... But then I wondered if sometimes our friendships are a bit like clothes. And when they start feeling uncomfortable, it's not because we've done anything wrong. It's, it just means we've outgrown them. You know? Thank so you, So friends guys. are like clothes. Oh, my last show. Anyway, this is Cross Culture. Cross Culture.